Day 18, the final day. Emergency podcast. Could you please give us your name? Clean Maxwell. Could you please give us your name? Clean Maxwell. Could you please give us your name? Okay, this is not an emergency podcast. No, this is just regular day 18. Yeah, but it feels like it's... Wee, wee, wee. I would have stayed longer. If we didn't have to record this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did just check the old bird website. Uh Uh-huh. Why did I say that? I don't know. So awful. What did you see? I feel like I just went a little soy there. Um... Uh, I saw that Leah Safian came down. She didn't say anything, and neither did the sisters. You should have used a different adjective for came down for her. She 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 rolled. She rolled down the hill. Yeah. Uh, let's get this out of the way first. Okay, Maxwell guilty. Five of six. Verdict is in. Maxwell is guilty. Yes, Ghislaine. Yes, Ghislaine. <laughs> My name is Brace. I'm Liz. We are, of course, joined by producer Young Chomsky, and this is the last ever episode of True and On. Just kidding, but I want to make clear the three of us found innocent. Mm-hmm. Cleared on all charges. Not even something that you can be found in, in court, actually, yeah, but no. they, they made an exception. There were, we for were us. involved in a secret trial where we've all been on. Uh, unfortunately, on trial. We haven't been able to talk about it because it's secret, but good news. We've been set free. And we have had a queue clearance restored. So let's talk about, let's, let's, let's get the, let's get the big, big number things out of the way first. Big number things. We got, what's the big number things? The, the, the guilty thing. Okay. So guilty, like we said, Uh on five of six charges. Yes. Now I'm going to read through this so that we can be clear about what, she was found guilty on and what she wasn't Mm -hmm. the first count is they're very like repetitive i apologize yeah uh conspiracy to entice individuals under 17 to travel in interstate commerce with intent to engage in illegal sexual activity guilty guilty count two enticement of an individual under 17 jane only to travel with intent to engage in illegal sexual activity. Not guilty. Mm-hmm. Now, when they said that, by the way, I went, uh-oh. Yeah. My ears perked up. But then, conspiracy to transport individuals under 17 to travel in interstate commerce with intent to engage in illegal sexual activity. Guilty. Transportation of an individual under the age of 17, Jane only, with intent to engage in illegal sexual activity. Guilty. Conspiracy to commit sex trafficking of individuals under the age of 18. Guilty. And then finally, the most serious charge, sex trafficking of an individual under age 18, Carolyn. Guilty. So that is big. That is, yeah. uh, in, in, you know, in the, in the terms of this trial, that is a, a, I mean, God, five out of six. I mean, this is this carries a maximum, I think, of up to sixty-five years in prison. Mm, yeah, that last charge on sex trafficking for Carolyn, that charge alone is carries a maximum of forty years, which for a sixty-year-old woman, newly sixty, mm-hmm. that's basically a life sentence. I mean, yeah, even even if she gets a relatively light sentence here, yeah, 
I can't, I can't imagine that she'll, she'll get out of prison alive. Mm. I mean, maybe, you know, um, because of COVID. Well, no, just, you know, she'll, she might try to join the Aryan nations. They might have heard the sure. podcast. They don't understand that she's not of course, Jewish. And so, right, right, yeah, right. you know, these things happen. This was, um, let's set the scene a little bit for okay. how this came. Let's about. set the scene. So we were twiddling our thumbs all day. Mm hmm. We're not going to, we, listen, we didn't go to Lorenzo. No. Which perhaps, good choice. Maybe we put some good karma out there. Good juju. Yeah. Didn't um, give that son of a bitch poison or any money. At about quarter to five, little, you know, people start rustling around and we say, oh, something's going on. Something's going on. Lawyers come back in. And I think we all assumed there'd be another note. Yeah. So this happened yesterday when shortly before five, Despite uh, Judge Judge uh, Judge Nathan's, um, you know, basically pronouncement that they should should stay here until at least six, you know, they summoned us back to court with a note at uh, near five yesterday and said we're leaving at five. Yeah, um, we expected something similar today because it, you know, basically the same time as yesterday, she's got a note, and uh, much to our surprise. She says, we have a verdict. Yes. And I was shocked. Shocked. This, well, this caused a, an audible uh, mm. ripple. Yes. Of sound. And I, you know, we, I, I, everyone kind of just like gets electric and, you know, freaks mm -hmm. out for a second. Because yeah. this and is. Some people were talking too loudly. And I almost shushed them. Yes. Uh, but everyone's sort of freaking out. I start paying very close attention to Ghislaine Maxwell at this yeah, point. Yeah, me too. I'm, I was laser eyes on her. Yes, and she is drinking some fucking water. She's putting it back. I, uh, for a, a... This? Yeah. This is a thirsty bitch. Uh-huh. Because I can see her mummified insides right now, baking for years in the uh, harsh sun outside of uh, Alexandria, has has finally come come out to the surf. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying here. The lady was thirsty and she was putting them back. Something that I do when I'm very nervous as well. Yeah, she she's you know okay. I want to say that up until this point, look, there was an earlier note in the day. The day opened with another note mm -hmm. where the jurors were asking for five witnesses' testimony. Yes, including our girl, Dr. Elizabeth Loftus, the memory hack. Which all, every look. Every single one of the, the journalists that we've been talking to, all of us, we all agreed. We're like, this is not a good sign. Yeah. And in fact, Loftus specifically was my litmus test for like, yeah. if, if these jurors are going insane or like if there's one really big, like, I don't fucking believe these chicks hold out. Yeah. Then asking for Loftus's testimony is a sign. That's like the groundhog does or doesn't see its shadow. Whichever one makes the bad thing happen longer. Mm, yeah. Um, and sure enough, I mean, this was actually, they'd passed the note. They'd asked for five different uh, witnesses' testimony. The third name was illegible. Comes out later that it's Elizabeth Loftus. Yeah. Know, with a clarification. And so after this, um, you know, the, the real scuttlebutt around the crew mm -hmm. hanging out upstairs, downstairs, was that the defense has been electric. Yes. Very happy. Mm -hmm. We're talking, look, we were shown gun, finger gun movements. Yes. There was someone who said Laura Menninger did a kind of like, Shoot him up, hello. Can't believe I missed this. With two finger guns. Well, no, you know, a slight clarification there, Liz. We actually did not get confirmation of a moving or firing finger gun. That's right. They did say that it was possibly just 
the 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 guns were shown. Yes. Unclear if the guns were fired. Anyway, so the defense has just been completely and totally electric, um, and a real like interesting and and kind of bizarre, um, I don't know, pose that Ghislaine has taken in the courtroom. Um, Julie K. Brown, new friend of the show, has been writing and tweeting a lot about I don't know the kind of strange care and attention that she and her family have been getting from. Uh, and treatment, really, that they've all been getting from the uh, district court. I, I don't know. It is. It does seem very odd to me, I will say. Yeah, they're, they're allowed to sort of be ushered in. Leah Safian, who, by the way, is not attached to this case in any official capacity, according to a uh, friend of the show at Inner City Press, Matt. Uh, not not on any paperwork mm. attached to this case, has been sitting up with the defendant at the defendant's table. Not while proceedings were going on, but, you know... Generally, you're not allowed to do these kind of things. Yeah. Um, there has been cell phones in there and contrast that with uh, some of the victims, not the victims involved in this case, but like Sarah Ransom mm. and Ransom, uh, uh, other victims that have shown up were not allowed this sort of easy access to the courtroom. And in fact, I think we're sort of like not actually allowed to enter the courtroom because yeah. they hadn't gotten there early enough. Yeah. One girl was actually escorted out and asked to leave today. Oh, I didn't even know that. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a big, a really big scene. I think Julie's writing about it or has written oh, about it. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Um, so Ghislaine's, yeah, Ghislaine's pose throughout this whole thing, and increasingly so as these days of deliberation has gotten on, has been very bizarre, notably yeah. so. I think lots of people have written about it. But so to see her then as this thing is about to be read. So again, set the scene. We're all kind of like shaking in our boots. Actually, today you're not wearing boots. No. Interesting. I'm, I went barefoot. <laughs> um, but we're all kind of like getting excited. Judge Nathan, by the way, I don't know if you caught this. I saw a gavel. I saw it written in the notes here, Me baby. Too. She, you know what she did? I don't want to get too sidetracked here. She moved the gavel from one I'm, hand to the next, clutching the gavel. It says right here, underlined, I saw a gavel. Right here, baby. Gavel. Where did I write it? I can't feel. Oh, maybe it's in this notebook. Gavel. She, uh, yeah. You call us the, the gavel ga- teens because we're right on this story. <laughs> yes, and weird. So they, uh, she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so old Judge Nathan gets, uh, gets, calls the jury in. She says, we've reached a verdict. And sort of everyone goes, oh. Calls the jury in. Eons it takes between her. So much paper shuffling. So much paper shuffling. And she's just staring straight ahead. Ghislaine is sipping water as if she was um, really thirsty. See that? That's, mm. I got the Pen Writers Award for shit yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's, she's fucking knocking this Fiji bottle back, drinking in a paper cup. You know. That's how she drinks. Um, and finally, they bring the jury in. Allison Nathan, the judge, asked the four-person, which... Madam four-person. Yeah, no, no. no it she's, was Madam four-person. Madam four-person. Have you reached a verdict? We have, Your Honor. Passes the note. And we kind of, I guess... And then it goes very fast. Yes. Like, I gotta say... For all the fucking pageantry that this dumb ass, which I got to say some things to say about legal system has put us through, 
They really did not stick the landing. No. She was like, count one, guilty, count two, not guilty, count three, guilty. It's like, hold on, lady, let's pause. Yeah, cool your fucking jets, baby doll. Like, this is it. The show's over. This is the final, the final pronouncement. And you're just fucking rushing through it. All right, here's something she should have done. Gaveled in between each one or at all. No, but you know, it was, it was. So here, it it was it was a scene, I'm right? So over this woman, and I gotta say, expected a little bit of pandemonium. No pandemonium. Well, a bunch of reporters ran out immediately because I think they have to. Well, this is lingo I've learned. They had to file with their editor. Editor? I don't know. That seems like a fake institution to me. Yeah. Just um, why don't you just get it right the first time? Just moron. fucking yeah, get a Substack, bro. Well, so so you're a journalist, but someone else has to write some of it. Okay. <laughs> Weird. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, they, 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 so a bunch of people run out. I'm lasered on Ghislaine at this point. Lasered. And, you know, Judge Allison Nathan, you know, says, thank you, Derry. They final, sit down. They, yeah, they sit down. At some point, she's sitting down. Yeah. Well, she, 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 she says, Jury is dismissed. Dismissed. Goodbye. She has the whole speech, you know, hey, you can talk to anybody, but only talk from your own lived experience. Mm -hmm. No one else's. Don't speak for anyone else's experience. If you're not Protestant, you can't talk about if Ghislaine did it. And also, thank you so much. She was so thankful. She was like, oh my God. Thank Thank you you for so so much much. for ending today. I can't believe you did this all through COVID. Thank you. She has, she has, she has the court rise. Yes. Ghislaine. And this was the, really the most obvious outward sign that Ghislaine possibly wasn't feeling too good. Mm. She starts standing up and I'm not going to say she didn't like fall back in her chair. No, there was no, but there, she was not even, you know how, like when you try to, you know, you, how you like your leg falls asleep. Yeah. And you try to stand up and you're like, oh, that ain't working good. And you kind of like go back down and you're like, right. give it another shot. You know, what's this yeah. mean? She, she basically tried to get out of her chair twice, sort of fell backwards. Not dramatically. I don't want to exaggerate here. But, but enough that yeah. we took notice. I definitely took she notice. She had the old uh, Hillary Clinton jelly legs. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, this is really like, she realized her adrenochrome supply was gone yeah, forever. She, she had to dig deep. To keep her poised. Yes. And stood up. And after that, it was over so quickly. I mean, they talk about, you know, the Judge Nathan asked if, you know, about some filings that will need to be done by the um, by the defense. She said sentencing will be... She didn't give a time when no, sentencing is going to no, be. No, no clue when that's going to be. There, It was kind of an odd thing, too. Again, not very dramatic. They usher her out, Ghislaine, I mean. Yeah. Um. And she's wearing kind of an eggplant maroon sweater, by the way. Mm-hmm. Black mask. Yeah. And, like, they don't, like, cuff her or anything. No. And, in fact, the, the marshals don't, nay, lay a hand upon her. Yeah. Uh, they just kind of stand behind her and kind of like, okay, go through this room. So it, like, really wasn't very, there was no. kind of anticlimactic. She, like, sort of, like, looked at her family, but it wasn't like, she didn't, like, stop and say anything to her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and after that, it was done. That was it. We we walked outside. Uh, quite the hubbub. Quite the. I tell you what. Hubbub everywhere. Felt like damn Pete Davidson on a date with Kim Kimberly Kardashian. Oh yeah. Because we walked down these steps Flashing right lights. here. Yeah, we, we the flash flash bulbs popping off everywhere. Yeah. Tons of people. A lot outside. of people on ketamine. Yes, tons of people outside. 
and we sort of stand around for quite of a while. Like, you know, it's, it's the, the, the feeling is sort of like, there's a lot of people, frankly, who are just walking by the courthouse. Who's like, what's, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, they're like, hey, lights over here. Oh, I'm Joe Stupid. Let's yeah. go look. Well, I think I would also look, but um, then again. I, me? The, I got places to be. Oh, Liz people to like, see. Oh, I got to go to. I got to go. I'm not, I'm not stopping for nothing. Uh, no me? hubbub can catch me. Stopping every single time I see any more than two people sitting in one place. Uh, but the crowd was, you know, people were sort of just waiting. Obviously, listen. Family has not been given a lot of interviews during this. Kevin came out very early during the trial and gave a little talk to the bank of microphones. They set up every single day. Just in case. Just in case. Uh, you know, we talked about her conditions in the MDC. Um, today, expected the AUSA to come out. Mm. Uh, he might have. We left before he would. Look, I'm going to tell you right now what he's going to say. Uh... Wow, this has been such a journey. We don't want to take too much credit. You know, the credit really is due to the the strong, brave women who stood up there to tell their stories. And let's not forget that justice may have been done in this case, but many cases is not. You know, whatever. Actually, wrong. Well, I don't know if he didn't say that, but he definitely. I expected that to be in the statement, but he didn't mention anything about any other cases. Well, I just am trying to say the sentiment. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was basically that. But yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. I did think they would be like, but the, you know, the, we we will get justice for these victims. But like, they were like, oh it's no, done. I just meant the the because you know that seven hundred fifty thousand children go missing every year. That's true. Yeah, and that has been a big point among the prosecution. <laughs> they brought that up at every point. They no, can. no. What I really mean was that he would reference just you know in general mm. so much sexual assault is not prosecuted yeah. or whatever. I don't know. So we're standing there and I, you know, I do this every night, but you know, I usually don't disclose it. Uh, I called Alan Dershowitz. Sure. And, uh, and you're like, buddy, what up? Oh my God. It's so crazy. Well, Wait, how, first of all, how are you? I, I saw a I'm tweet that he was on BBC. I'm like, he's on BBC. So I called him and I told him that I was, uh, the truth that I'm Bryce building with, uh, I kind of, ate the words i'm yeah and he's asked me who i was with i said new and on podcast why don't you just say our name uh i don't know i also said we're a british podcast why would you say that i like lying okay but we are all of those things we could be it's subjective you can pronounce names anywhere because you listen to it on the internet anyways i asked him like how you feeling alan and he says uh he starts going into his whole fucking spiel. So, listeners, as you know, Virginia Jeffrey and another victim whose name does not come to the top of my head right now uh, have both accused uh, Alan Dershowitz of sexual impropriety, let's say. Sure. Um, basically accused him of rape. And Virginia Jeffrey, he has been on a long crusade to be like, she's fucking lying. Yeah. Uh, he's been very litigious, which is... Also, why I did not make it a very long phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, and any any chance this guy gets, I mean, most famously, I think in the, uh, the Netflix documentary where he challenges. This is always his deal. He challenges Virginia to say on the record anywhere that uh, that he you know sexually assaulted her, which of course she immediately does in that documentary. Uh, he, but his whole thing is he's trying to discredit Virginia Jeffrey, who we pronounce her name Virginia Gouffray. And basically, he didn't even mention himself. 
his new angle on this is that it's good for Prince Andrew that Virginia was not in this. And this will be very good for for Virginia's civil litigation against Prince Andrew because mm. she was not included in this. Well, we've already said the reasons that Virginia was probably not included. And frankly, they have very little to do with Prince Andrew. I also asked him how he was feeling. I said, I asked if he was happy with the verdict. And he told me, I'm not happy with the charges. And I asked him why. He said, it's a terrible tragedy for everyone involved, for the victims and for Ghislaine Maxwell. And I said, damn, that's fucking crazy. And uh, said, later, bitch. And hung, hung that shit up. Then I called him back and asked him what he was doing later. And sure, sure. Like, and oh, if you know you were still on for the reservation. Are we, going? Are we still going? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mission Chinese. Yeah. So, yeah, that was basically his statement. The guy will just pick up. He's a regular Rudy Giuliani. Sure. Oh, yeah. He hasn't met a phone he hasn't picked up. No, 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 he has not. And so that was basically it. We, we're, now we're back here. Yeah. I think that, you know, I, I think we both have some thinking to do, some thoughts. I know I have uh, some thoughts that I need to kind of sit with and sift through about what we experienced. You know, we've never covered a trial, obviously. We've not really covered anything, to be honest. But that aside, you know, and I don't have any real insight or I haven't had any personal insight into the legal system. I don't actually know. I don't think I know any lawyers. Like I don't have any friends that have gone to law school or I don't know the justice system or anything like that really. And so it's been a really interesting experience. I think, I don't know. I don't want to speak for you, but for both of us and seeing this kind of case and it is a weird feeling because, you know, you start to doubt, is she going to get convicted? Of course. Um, We've, detailed our own kind of feelings about the prosecution and the defense throughout this whole, you know, this, this whole journey yeah. that we've been on. But there's this weird sort of incomplete completeness about this, about this ending or something. And I can't quite put my finger on it. I have some ideas. I don't want to like kind of blabbermouth through it. So I need to sort of think on it a little bit, but there is something about it. Something about this doesn't sit totally right with me, and I can't quite figure out what it is. I think it's this experience of seeing the justice system in person that is, there's stuff that's off-putting. We've talked about the way victims yeah. feel treated, the way the kind of legal games that are played out, and the, the, the pageantry of it all is very confusing to witness, I'll say. But I'm doing that thing where I'm just blabbing because I haven't sorted my thoughts out, so I'm going to stop. So yeah, I've thought about a few different aspects of this. I have had some pretty negative experiences with the justice system myself, uh, starting with my very first one from a pretty young age uh, that basically ended up into like a multi-year long saga that fucking was just awful and severely affected my life for a, a, a not you know overly long period of time, but a, a decent while, especially as a young man. And... This was, I'd never been in part of a jury trial or anything like that. And this was, and just never have shown up if I've had jury duty. And so this was kind of eye-opening to see all of this, you know, actually work in person, mm -hmm. you know. In, in The machinery of it all. Exactly. I'm going to have to sit, again, I agree with you. I'm going to have to sit with my, 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 my thoughts on that for a little while, too. Yeah. One thing that I have sort of noticed, and this is just from talking to people who've asked me, you know, like, how's, you know, covering the trial going or, you know, people tweeting us and that kind of shit. 
basically a lot of people are like, okay, so this is a, a this is a cover up, right? And everybody has kind of their ideas of how the cover up could go. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Like this is, I'm finding it hard to describe in precise language exactly like how they're doing it here. I mean, what, one thing we've said here is that it's a very narrow focus on the trial, right? Almost any extraneous names were basically left out by the prosecution. Most uh, most names of any sort of famous people or or well known people connected to Epstein or Ghislaine were actually mentioned by the defense, uh, although not in any sort of way that like, usually they were actually, uh, they were deployed in order to show that, oh, well, there's no way that he would have done these kind of things with these powerful people around. Mm -hmm. One thing though is, is it misses the point to think that she actually has to get off for this to be any sort of like obscuring event, right? And in fact, the more I think about it, her actually getting off, which I never really actually considered a serious possibility, mm-hmm. her actually getting off would probably bring a great deal more attention to it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there has been kind of a lot of attention to this, you know, on this trial already. But again, this trial is so narrow and so focused on these specific crimes that Ghislaine Maxwell did. Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Not Ghislaine Maxwell and Alan Dershowitz, not Ghislaine Maxwell and George Mitchell, not Ghislaine Maxwell and Prince Andrew, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. Stuff that we already know well, you know, that, that is basically among the general public, not in dispute. And so you don't need to let her get off. I mean, if Ghislaine Maxwell was any use to any sort of intelligence agencies, I think that use has long expired and they've cut the ties with her. You know, her heyday with Epstein ended well over a decade ago. And I mean, obviously she still had contact with him, but really her like her time spent at his side, helping him do these things. That's, that's been done for a while. Mm -hmm. And so any sort of, uh, you know, loyalty or use that anyone real power would have for clearly did not manifest itself. Right. I mean, she was arrested. She's been imprisoned. Now the way this has gone keeps it very narrowly focused on just her. And I mean, you know, the general way that she's spoken about and the general way that's portrayed and the way that she's been portrayed even somewhat during this trial is as somebody who has functioned as a woman who not only partakes in abuse, but procures these young girls for Epstein and, of course, the people that Epstein was cavorting around with. Now, none of those other people are on trial. And frankly, none of those other people will ever be on trial. Mm, yeah. I doubt even Sarah Kellen will be on trial. No, I think this is over. Exactly. And so while the judge's gavel may not have rang out in that damn courtroom, much to my dismay, it is sort of like gaveling this as like, officially, this is done. Ghislaine Epstein, uh, excuse me, the Maxwell Epstein case is fucking closed. Yeah, I think that's part of, there's like a couple parts to what you're talking about that have that are really like kind of not sitting with me right. All right. Like I feel uncomfortable to use that kind of language. Like I'm not, you know, I'm trying to feel, I'm trying to feel comfortable in the uncomfortable, but I can't because I feel uncomfortable. I I think like something we've talked about through this whole thing that really has been tough is through this whole case, we've sort of gotten these like kind of, new fuzzy boundaries to this story, this Epstein-Ghislaine saga, 
right? Who is Jeffrey Epstein? When did he meet Ghislaine Maxwell? Why did he meet Ghislaine Maxwell? How did he get his money? There are so many still unanswered questions that are very basic biographical information. Yes. That we still will, now that this is over, none of that will ever come to light, right? No. We've sort of, in the trial, like, little pockets would open up and it would feel like you just want to reach in and pry it open so you can kind of see, you know? You you often say that, like, when Jeffrey died, when he killed himself, allegedly, that um, it felt like kind of like a, a veil was lifted for a brief yeah. moment and then, whoop, like, closed again, you know? And there's been moments in that case where it feels like maybe you're starting to see a little bit of how these kind of society circles, however however we want to describe that society, ruling class, very powerful people, a lot of money, like how these circles of people move and interact with each other and what these these kind of, um, you know, how this all kind of fucking works, right? Mm -hmm. And... We haven't really, there's so much still that's so unanswered about all of this. None of it really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, even this is something, again, I, you know, I've been really harping on, at least in our private conversations, but like, even in terms of like abuse cases, it's a very odd case. Like, yeah. you know, the way that he and she abused these girls is not typical of a kind of like a, a male, like rapist or, or, or assaulter, yeah. you know, it, it really didn't have to do with dominating um, young women or showing a kind of sense of power or whatever. It was a rich, it was ritualized. Yeah. You know, um, it was, it was, it seemed more as if it was like a necessity or a tool for him, his own personal. He had to come three times a day. Yeah, there's a kind of bizarre, like, um, like yogic quality or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, there's a like a he was doing a practice. Yeah, like all of this, none of it sits right, and none of the the puzzle pieces, like, fully fit together or make sense. You know what I mean? And it's sort of the same kind of like I feel like maybe another part of this that's kind of again making me feel uncomfortable is that I feel like I saw a lot of kind of windows into the machinery of the justice system, like in a similar way, that were also kind of very quickly closed shut, um, where, you know, you realize you're watching these two sets, the prosecution and the defense, but they all kind of know each other, right? Mm-hmm. And they're actually like a lot, in, in weird ways, they're kind of colleagues, or they think of themselves as professional colleagues. Yeah, and, they are. Yeah, and there are ways that they kind of like try to one-up each other, invest each other, and there's a real competitive spirit that is sort of centered around just their own kind of, their 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 own personal and professional goals, irrespective of the case or the victim's or their client, or whatever. And, you know, a lot of it is, I don't want to be embarrassed at the next, like, Yale meeting for drinks that I, you know, that we lost the Maxwell case, or, you know, whatever that was. You know what I mean? And, again, it's like this thing that you're seeing, kind of a window of, that this is what makes what we call justice move and 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 go around. These, these kind of, this kind of, like, weird professional layer of, you know, of the, the bureaucracy, in the same way that this kind of weird ruling class, in their own way, they have their own social circles, right? And we're seeing a little bit yeah. of that. And then now we're seeing this little part of this kind of, you know, lower rung of the legal government bureaucracy who are all, you know, they, again, make 
make the machine move, make the world go round. And all of it, again, ha- doesn't really have to do with any kind of substantive concept of justice for these women. Well, I mean, even just look at some of the personalities involved, right? Maureen Comey, old Jim Comey's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, she prosecuted Tartaglioni. Mm-hmm. Bobby Sternheim was one of the rep, one of one of Tartaglioni's, to be clear, many, many lawyers, which mm-hmm. it's a death penalty case, so kind of everyone wants their little finger in there. But it's like these people are like, this is, this is kind of just like their rarefied world. And whatever personalities enter into it, and you know, this is how the justice system works. Whatever personalities enter into it and like, you know, whatever side of whichever matchup they're on, you know, Everdell used to be a prosecutor uh, in SDNY, I believe. Like, it's like, that's just, it's this machine that sort of cycles people in and out. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And I just, you know, I was sitting there thinking about this and, and yeah, I mean, I said this before we were, you know, when we were really moved by this testimony and, and disturbed kind of how it felt like completely separate from the way that the lawyers were interacting with each other and, and like almost like two different planes. We're watching like two people, like people operating on two different planes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it feels a little bit like that still for me. I, I, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, I get why victims don't testify. Yeah. Like I fully 1000% understand why, you would not throw yourself into this machine because I don't know. I mean, look, I'm not speaking for any of the victims and I obviously, you know, Ghislaine should rot in fucking prison and I think she will. But like, I I don't know. This is the best version of justice that we got, I think. And yet it's still so fucking incomplete. And there's something there that is really difficult to, to sit with. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I mean, it's it's... It's funny because this is like technically of all of the options available here, like at the at today, at, you know, at the end of the trial, this verdict is one of the better verdicts we could hope for. Absolutely. Right? Like she is going to be array in prison, even unless the judge does some, fun, some very funny accounting with the fucking uh, sentencing, she's probably going to be away in prison for the rest of her life. Yeah. Um, and... It's still, yeah, agreed. It's not, I mean, I, I think I think part of why this feels so incomplete to me is because, you know, it is the official kind of case closed. There was never any, like, investigation at, like, a congressional level over, you know, the handling of this case or over, really, you know, the people who are implicated in this case. Yeah. I mean, some people, like Ben Sass, you know, sort of made these, like, motions at them. Never gonna fucking happen. Um, and, and frankly, like, Aside from a few people being shunned at Martha's Vineyard, I mean, Dershowitz was actually shunned at Martha's Vineyard for his Trump connections, not for his Epstein connections. Right. You have to wonder half of those which people, is worse, right? Exactly. Well, half of those people puff a, fucking have them too. I mean, at the end of the day, if you pull back, it's like, what this is about is like a huge number of people in the political, financial, and media elite, at the very least hobnobbed with a serial child rapist, and you know, at most participated, sometimes often, in what he did. You know, Prince Andrew, for example. Like, this is somebody who has been directly accused by a couple people, Americans, of rape. And is there ever going to be, like, a warrant issue? Of course not, because of, well, I think there would be quite a lot of 
political fallout. Although I gotta say, I would join the Marines if <sighs> if we had to go to war with England over that. It's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Um, I mean, you'll uh, never join the Marines. No, no, I would pass, the, but I would. You think I probably, I probably physically could though. Uh, she's nodding so it, it's um you know but like a lot of these people in fact no none of these people will ever face any kind of legal repercussions from this you know there will maybe be some civil suits although aside from andrew i, I and, and you know there's ongoing dershowitz is his octopus of of lawsuits both against him and and, and from emitting from him but beyond that, like all these people, basically they got away with it, you know, as of now they've gotten away with it and they've gotten away with it legally, mm. you know, and, and the message is very clear here that if you have enough money in your bank account, you can rape a kid and you'll be fine. And that's kind of like, you know, yes, Ghislaine's going to prison but none of these other people are. Well... This has been a real journey. Mm-hmm. We are concluding our trial coverage, our daily trial coverage. Although we will be back with again. I think we've got some, you know, some thinking to do. Some old, you know, sitting with our noggin. That doesn't sound right. Well, we have different noggins. First of all, um, to I don't know, kind of like take a look back and and I don't know, maybe maybe not. Maybe we have nothing else to say. I think we do. I think we do, too. I think we do. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back real soon. And if we don't see you before then, Happy New Year. Yes. I love you. Oh my my name is Brace. I'm Liz. We are, of course, as always, joined by producer Young Chomsky. And I want to say real quick, it has been a pleasure to cover this with you, Liz. A pleasure and an honor, mm-hmm. my good sir. Young Chomsky, my, my white knight in the city, signing city on a hill? Sorry. I feel like it's been, ruining it. I don't know what's going on here. We had just a like nice moment. Well, it's been nice. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.